Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is one of the most requested guests that I've ever had. He's finally here. My dad, Dr. Munzil Khaldi. Welcome to the show. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> dad, how are you feeling today? Great. Okay. So do you know what a podcast is? Yes. Okay. So are you, are you excited? Oh my God, your Adan is going off. It's, yes. it's the call to prayer on his phone. Dad, can you silence it? Can you actually silence your phone? Thanks. Perfect. Um, okay. So, Baba, I'm going to start asking you just questions from, like, the very beginning. Where were you born? Gaza, G-A-Z-A. <laughs> A small town of Palestine. What year were you born? March 9, 1946. So you were born in Gaza, you were raised in Gaza. When did you move out of Gaza? 19, uh, of about uh, end of August, beginning of September of 1964. How old were you? I was 18. You were 18, so you were going to college? Yes. Where did you go to college? Preparing a school called the preparatory school or something like that uh, before I go to college for one year. From oh, like you went to a prep school before you went to college? No, it's the same university, but preparing you Islamically more subjects to be in Islamic uh, education. So it was an Islamic college? Yeah, yeah it is the, one of the well-known uh, old University in Are you the, talking about Al-Azhar? Al-Azhar University. Yeah, yeah. It's called Al-Azhar. People know it as Al-Azhar. So that's where you went to school. Yes. And then what did you study there? Islamic studies, history, stuff like that. So then you went to medical school after that? Yes. Why did you want to become a doctor? Yeah, because doctor is a good... Uh, what do you see? It's like a good profession. It's stable. Not good of profession. It's a humanitarian mode. So you wanted to help people? Tell people and advise people, Yani. So you wanted to be able to give back to people to help the community and to, you know, do something yeah. good in the world. Yeah, yes. So you were in college. This is my favorite story. So you were in college and you had a roommate who is now my mom's brother and he was from gaza as well yes. and he was going back home for like summer break or something her sister was graduated 1970 from english literature girls college especially for girls only okay so he was like hey listen i'm going back because my sister graduated and you were like no. oh my god you have a sister he yeah he he mentioned that he have a sister by luck. Yani. Okay, so he mentioned that you had a, he had a sister, and you were like, "Oh damn, who's your sister?" Yeah. You were like, "Is she hot?" Like, <laughs> like a kind of. Uh, I don't know that he have a sister. He never mentioned that he had a sister before that. He used to come walking, not taking the bus. I said, "Why you are came walking from Roxy to my house?" 10 to 15 minutes walking. You can come from your area to my bus, 
to my area with a bus in front of my house. Mm-hmm. He said, because I go visit first my sister, then come to you. And then you were like, oh, snap, you have a sister. Oh, I don't know that. And then what happened? Then I told him, I want to see your sister. You were like, I want to meet your sister? And was he <laughs> was he like, yeah, sure? Or was he like, oh, I don't know? No, he didn't say, I, uh, yeah. Was he, he, was, said, he was like, let's do it? Yeah. So you met his sister who is... I have my machine. So you were on your Vespa. He, he's in my back and... So he got on the back of your Vespa and you guys went to go see his sister. I see her for 15 minutes and then I left. Well, so wait, the first 15 minutes that you saw her, did you talk to her? Yeah, it was loud. And she said, <laughs> and she said why, you are, why your friend is too loud? Because she said I was number one students, A student. Well, mom is a nerd. I know. I, I am the A student in the whole university. Group, university. Yeah. I said, wow, I will that drink or... So you were impressed? You just wanted to marry her right as soon as you saw her. You were like, she's smart, she's hot, I want to marry her. Yeah, I'm, I'm going just to, just to see her, to marry her. So you saw her for 15 minutes, you were super loud. She was like, who is this loud guy? And then, and then what did you do? Did you go talk to her dad? Did you go talk to her brother? No, no, well, I, well, I didn't talk to any. After one week, he told me my sister got a contract with Al Bahrain and she left. <laughs> so she moved to a different country. Yeah. And then what did you do? I'm studying. I'm still in the. So you're in Egypt. In, in the last two years of school of medicine. Yeah. So she, you're in Egypt, and she had just graduated from school in Egypt and got a job in Bahrain. Yeah. So then you were in a long distance relationship. So then what did you do? Did you were you waiting to for her to come back to get engaged? No, or? no. I we made the engagement after like two months or something, a party with my friends. Where in Egypt? Yeah, one of my friends' house, big. And we brought some knafa and sweets. <laughs> Delicious. And there was a lot of friends, yani like 20 people at least or more. We took pictures and we informed her dad, yani her brother, Dr. Fuad, informed her dad that we made and we lead Al-Fatiha. Which, which is like the Islamic engagement. Engagement. And then... And we sent the pictures and... Start, right? And then how long were you guys apart before you got married? Dad, silence your phone. <laughs> it is silent. It's not silent. I can hear it. <laughs> Baba, give me your phone. Give me your phone. Let me just put it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> He's snatching his phone away from me. So how long were you engaged before you got married? Uh, before I married, two years. You were engaged for two years? No, it's there is Islamic contract. When she came from Bahrain, uh-huh. she went to Gaza for one month and she, she came to Egypt for like 10 days or something. And she came today. Second day we made the marriage contract and she spent with me. Like, oh, so you guys got like Islamically married. Legal. Islamically married. But, so you got Islamically married, but not legally. So you didn't have a wedding no, yet. It is, it is legally. But did you have a wedding? No. You didn't have a wedding until later. 
Oh, so you like met her and then like literally got married to her two months later. Like Islamically married to her two months later. No, after one year, I, after I engaged Dad, your her, timeline she, is confusing me. I, I, I engaged her while she is not with us. We sent her the pictures of the party. And then she came during the summer of 1971. I made the marriage contract, which is the legal Islamically. Yeah. Uh, which is like... Which is the only thing that matters almost, to you. Almost she became my wife. Yeah, yeah, she was your wife. Because it is, it is legally. And then she went back to Bahrain. Yeah, she spent like 10 days. She went to Bahrain and she told her boss that we have to go to Gaza, me and my husband, and he is a medical doctor. Uh, at that time, I was graduated, yani. I was in training program, residency program. In so Asia. you were in residency? And then she told her, okay, you can go early. And instead of go at the end of June, she came first of June. So... During that time apart, was it hard for you? Yeah, it's not easy. She, she's my wife. Yani. So you guys used to send each other letters and poems? Letters and, and there is no telephones. Letters only. She sent some shirts for me. Shirts? Yeah, something. That's adorable. You love yeah. shirts. No, shirts, two for me, two for, for her brother. Stuff like that. And then she came. She spent with me like, like one month. Then we went to Gaza on June, exactly. June 5th or 4th of June, 1972. And that's when you got married? After like, uh, we, we were looking for a house to live. There was no houses. I'll be it honest, was, Dad. It was, it was very difficult to find a house. Is it because all the houses were demolished or is property just really hard to find in Gaza? No, it's very hard to find <laughs> house to rent. Okay. Is it because all of them and have then, turned into rubble? Uh, no, I don't know. As I went to pray Jum'ah and I know one of my old friends, I know that he has a building for his three-story building for his brother. And I told him, so and so he said, okay, come on with me now, take some, eat some fruits from the garden. And here is the key. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds adorable. So, okay, so then... It's like surprising for my <laughs> mom and dad. So, where are you? You came late. I said, because... I rent the house, and this is the gift. And you were like, peace out, I'm leaving. And he, he knew them, the man from him from so-and-so. He said, wow. And the rent was very low, three bedrooms. So you got to steal. With, with the very, the guy, Yanni, was very nice. He, he told me 120 Israeli lira. Lira, Israeli, Yanni, like, like uh, $12 a month. 12? Moving to Gaza. No, no, it's not twelve dollars. It is exactly. I mean, it was cheap. It was cheap, Dad. We don't need to be 80, precise 80, here. 80, 
My salary was 850 uh, That's very low for a doctor. <laughs> no, it's, no, it was very rich. Oh, I guess relatively Eight, speaking. 850 liras at that time okay. is a big deal. I mean, congratulations. I'm happy Your for you. Your mom was, was a, a big teacher. It's not normal teacher. Her salary was 100 lira. That's month. very upsetting. <laughs> But, but wait, yeah. let's fast forward, Baba. So you, you move back to Gaza with mom. You live in Gaza now. You're a doctor. Mom gets pregnant, has a baby. Her name is Khuloud. Then you move back to Egypt. After two years. After yeah. two years. Two years and three months. Why did you move back to Egypt? To study my master's degree. Wh- and your mom, you had a master's degree. So then you guys were like, let's go get some master's degrees together. You move to Egypt. You both get master's degrees. You high five each other. You have another baby who's super annoying named Manar. Manar, yeah. And then you move to Kuwait. Yeah, I have very good contract yeah, with the army. So you were a, a doctor in the Kuwaiti army? Yes. So you moved to Kuwait. You lived there for how long? For Kuwait? Yeah. For eight years. So you lived there for eight years. You have Homam and then Shirouk. Shirouk, yeah. And then what I'm really interested in, because I've never asked you this, why did you move to America? Well, the idea came... When I was talking to my brother, he's younger than me, two years. He is medical doctor also. Uh, he went to Europe. Okay. When I, when I came to Kuwait, he was in Europe. Okay. For about one month. And then when he came, after 1980, yeah, and I went to Kuwait 1970. 70, 76. Okay. I can't believe you remember any of these dates. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. We came, we went to, we went to, to America in June, end of June, 1980. But why? Yeah, to see America. So you just came to visit? To visit, yeah. Just to, like check it out, scope it out, see if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend of there. Where yeah. did you go when you came to America? To New York and uh, and uh, Los Angeles only. That's really cool. Um, how did you like New York? Hectic, you know. I don't like it. Hectic, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot happening in New York. No, it's. Uh, what cal- did you? How did you feel about California, though? Yeah, it was very relaxing. Uh, we went to suburb of Los Angeles. Then we went for like two, three weeks, something to San Diego. Fun. Yeah, it's very relaxing. So you went to California and you were like, I lo- like, I don't understand. Like, how are you convinced to move all the way from Kuwait to America? Just from going to California, you were like, oh my God, I love this place. Something like that, but because... I don't like to, to work in the, the the army of Kuwait all my life. Yeah. It is tough, you know, you go to the, the with the army training, they have to take a medical doctor with them. I have to go. I went 24 times to the desert. That's a lot of times to go to the desert. Yeah. And during the eight years and sleep over and, you know, snakes and snakes. Yeah. There is uh, not me. I sleep in, in, uh, at the beginning I used to sleep in, uh, 
in a tent, I see the score. Like an actual tent? Or like a nice tent? No, no, it's actual. Like like a, just a tent in the middle of the desert? Yeah, yeah. Dad, that's disgusting. The army used to, I am an officer, and they are soldiers. And they sleep in the, on the, like, without tent, like, and the snakes passed Dad, around. that's messed up. Yeah, well, like one time a guy came, not screaming, crying from the snake, bite him from his, his big toe. That sounds really painful. So wait, wait, wait. I told him, hey, <laughs> hey, man. Calm down. I'll give you an injection. We'll take all the pain. Dad, you love giving people injections and drugs. No, no, because not I like, because it is first too severe pain. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have to give him anti-snake injection. There's this injection called anti-snake? Yeah. That seems a little discriminatory. Does PETA know about it? Dad, okay, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so... You go to California, like, but like, why did you want to move there? Because if I, like, I went to Amsterdam and I really liked it, but like, I'm not going to move there. So like, why did you want to move there? Yeah, the Arab countries are... They suck. Just say it. Yeah, they're not, not that highly... Living. They suck. <laughs> Something like that. It's okay. You can say it. <laughs> so, and in the army, it's very tough. Okay, so you were, like, tired of being in the army. So, but, like, were you excited? Were you, like, let's move here and we're going to have more opportunities? Or, like, what was your mindset? Or were you just, like, this is going to be fun? No, your mom had to study master degree. Another one. Another another master in library science. And the dean of the library science offered her to study free. Like a full scholarship. We told her we are not a green card. We we don't have any American citizen. She said, I don't care. Oh, you wow. Are, you are, all the professors said that you are a very smart student. She is a huge nerd. And I appreciate that. Then the, another dean of the special education told her, I'll give you another master free within six months. Started January 80, January 83, 80. So wait, when did you guys officially move to America? What year was it? I moved to America in officially in 6th of June or 5th of June. Dad, that's crazy. How do you remember what day it was? Yeah, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having a good memory. What year? 19... Uh, 80, 80, we went to 1983 for two months, then we went 19 to for permanent resident, 19 on June 5th, 06, June for uh, 1984. That's crazy. And we spent there 14 months, she got two masters. In what four state? From four. In what state? State Pennsylvania. How did you like Pennsylvania? I don't It's very good, but snow, too much. Oh, you don't like snow? No, too much snow. So then you left Pennsylvania. You moved to New Jersey for a little bit. One year. You hated it. 
يعني very crowded. And then where did you move from there? To Panama City, Florida. Panama City, Florida, where the greatest thing ever happened to you. I was born. Yeah, you were born in. I was born in Panama City, Dad. Yes, you were born not in 1983. I know, Dad. It's a joke. Oh. <laughs> Dad, your phone is not on silent. That's not what silent is. You have the volume lowered. He's just laughing because it's not on silent. Okay, so you moved to Panama City. You love Panama City, right? Not much. It's a very small city. Dad, you told me that you love Panama City. Not much. It's a very small city. Too much small. Okay, so then it was too small it's, for it's you. 100, You're like Goldilocks. It's 120,000 population. Okay, that's very the whole, small. The whole city. So then you moved to Pennsylvania, but like, how was it transitioning from living in an Arab country to living to America? Like, what was the transition like? Was it hard? Did you experience like a culture shock? You know, my personality is I can accommodate with people. Same. So I accommodate with the people in the hospital. You're adaptable. Adaptable, yeah. You are right. So you just kind of go with the flow. Not go with the flow, yani. People are nice, you know, American people. Especially in these small cities like Pana, like. Yeah, yeah. In smaller City. towns and stuff, they're, they're friendlier. Everybody knows everybody. It's a very small city. It's like cheers. Yeah. So you lived in Panama City and you then, Reem was born in Panama City. Reem, yeah, before you. And then. I was born in Panama City. Yes. Now, how old were you when I was born? You were like 41, 42? You were 43. Yeah. But like, were you like excited or were you just like, I'm tired? Who is this annoying child who's coming along? Her mom was bugging me and nagging me. Her mom was my brother. Yeah, all the time. He needs a brother, boy, to play with him. But I'm not a boy. <laughs> When I, I told him, no way, Jose. <laughs> Your mom born again, then again. So no more children. Science. That's just science. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, did you just say period? Who do you hang yeah. out with? Yeah, So I was born, but like, honestly, like I... I'm 31 and I'm tired. So I can't imagine being 43 and having five kids and then having a new baby. Like, did you want to kill yourself? Just be honest. Did you want to just like drive away in the dead of night? Dad, they can't hear you shaking your head. He's shaking his head. No. No. Do you just really like children or like, what's your deal? <laughs> Not like, I mean, this is Allah. I mean, It's a blessing from God. Yeah. I mean, When you look at me, is that how you feel like a blessing from God? Because I'm not, that's not the vibe I get. <laughs> anything is a blessing from God. I mean, I guess if you want to put it that way. But like, okay, so you now have six children and five of them are girls. Okay. What's with? Were you annoyed? Like, I just need to know, like, like, Were you just like, oh my God, can they just all shut up or like? My, my son is good. <laughs> my girls are good. So I don't have any problem. But was it hard raising six children? Was it difficult for you? Was it stressful? Yeah, I mean, everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. So it's, it's okay. It's normal, yeah. 
Mom, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Go pray elsewhere. <laughs> well, he can't pray right now. He's recording a podcast episode. If anyone is wondering why it was so difficult for me to record with my dad, this is exactly why. Okay, Baba. You, we're gonna, I'm going to try to wrap this up quickly so that you can go pray because I know you're itching to pray because you love praying on time. Yes. Okay. So, like, what's, like, a fun or cool or interesting thing that's happened to you in your life? Yani, as a Palestinian, yeah. usually when you got a job, it's very big deal. Uh, when you got a good salary, it's a big deal. Usually, if you have a good salary, you can be relaxing more. Do you feel like you're relaxed? Yeah, alhamdulillah, all the time. It's important to mention that he's had multiple strokes and open heart surgery, so you don't seem very relaxed, Dad. But do you feel like it's hard for you to relax? No, it's not hard. I accept anything from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything. It's not by, it's but not, the things happen to you is not by your hands. And sometimes you are healthy and good, and then out of sudden, you became sick. It's out of your control. And out of control, when I went to the hospital last two months or more, it's, it's, I was normal. Then out of sudden, my blood pressure is high and this and that. And my doctor told told me you have to go to the emergency now and check your MRI because I'm afraid that you have a bleeding because your blood pressure is not going down. Yeah. And you are taking the medicine twice within six hours and nothing happened, the same number. They check it, they told me you are normal. But I have throw up at home one time in the hospital one time. So they give me anti-emetic IV intravenous. And this have a side effects. Stop my large intestine so I cannot go to the bed. Yeah, I remember you were pretty uncomfortable. But now you're like, you're pretty, pretty much retired. Yeah, I'm sitting doing nothing. <laughs> And when you get old, retired. But are you enjoying it? You look puzzled by the word enjoying. No, yeah. My personality is different than yours. Yes, yes. And that's the thing I'm trying I to... I accept anything from Allah, subhanahu wa And that's the thing. I'm trying to convey your personality to people because people want to get to know you. So you were kind of raised in a way where like having fun and enjoying yourself was never a priority for you. You know what I mean? It's not a priority. It's, uh, I, yani, I, I, whatever Allah will do, yani, what can I do? Yani? But like your priorities in life has never really been like, let's have fun. No, I, I don't have that. Uh, That's just not your personality. Yeah. You're more like, I want to accomplish things. I want to learn I want to um, donate. I want to help people. But like just having fun, like you're not going to go play like golf or something. 
No. Like, if you have spare time, what would you do with your spare time? I help the people. I like to help the people. Yeah. This is my personality. Anybody goes to Imam Masri or Sheikh Noor, said, Dalili, we don't know anything. Go to Dr. Khaldi, he will help you. Because he has a lot of relation and he has a lot of experience. It's true, you do. Yeah. Helping the people is good. I agree. Yeah. And he's someone in, in need of help. And I know how to help him. Why not? I think good is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, do you feel like sometimes... Because, like, when I try to express myself in Arabic, sometimes it's really hard. Do you feel like sometimes it's difficult for you to express yourself fully in English? No. So you, you don't feel that way at all? No. <laughs> Why I feel it, yeah? Well, like, I, it's it's hard for me sometimes to express myself in Your Arabic. Person to personality is different than mine. You're right. Yeah. No one of my children have my personality, except I see Manal <laughs> trying to to help me or to do anything for me to feel relaxing. I yani, suppose. Yani that's what I see her. Baba, ajib lak haja. Baba, do you need any? You don't think I do anything for you? Yani not. Yani Manal is no, is number one. Dad, you cannot rate us. No, no, Manar have... Okay, me and Manar are hanging off have, a cliff. Who are you saving? a feeling that her dad raised her and her sisters and her brother with a hard way. So she wants me to relax as much as she can. I guess. Yeah. When I can feel it, yeah. تيجي بابا بدك إشي do you want anything do you need anything I'll bring you يعني إحنا كنا في البحر we were in the in the beach yeah you've been at the beach for days which is why we're recording this so late تيجي منار كيم do you need the breakfast is ready منار made you breakfast هي وأبو سلمة هم اللي كانوا بمتقيم إما كانت تساعدهم بس Okay, Dad, so you're speaking in Arabic now way more casually, and that's why I'm saying you can express yourself better in Arabic. Admit it. Yes. <laughs> Dad! He's cracking up laughing. You denied it! <laughs> and then you did it. It's easier for you to express your feelings in Arabic. I wish we could have done this in Arabic, but unfortunately, my audience doesn't know Arabic. It's right. It's very unfortunate because you're much more, uh, I would say, uh, charismatic in Arabic. Just like I'm more charismatic in English, even though, Dad, am I funny in Arabic? Be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty funny. He's now drinking a cup of Arabic coffee, and it's about 9 p.m. <laughs> in Hadi, this coffee... Is not like the, the the ground one. The the. the what kind of coffee is this? This is Arabic coffee. It's coarse. Okay. Fishna, yani. Okay, so it's coarse. 
very coarse. So the 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 the, 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 the what you call it, the material who makes you not to sleep is not in it. There's no caffeine in it. No caffeine in it. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look into that because I'm gonna be honest with you. Sounds made up. No, no, no. This this is the caffeine is very low. You're trying to convince me. I don't believe you. Okay, so do you remember how we used to hang out together when I was little? Do you have any memories from then? Oh, my God, he's yawning. You can't talk in Arabic, Dad. Oh, tell that story. That's a hilarious story. I I forget about you, that you are in the school. How old was I, like four? Something like that. You left me at school. Because I was busy in my... You can't just forget your children. <laughs> it's one time in a whole life. So then what did you do when you remembered? You know, I said, oh, my, I don't have a car. Who? Where was your car? I don't know. I forget. But then I went to Hassan, my neighbor, told hey, <laughs> I forgot my... He said, here's the key. <laughs> Take my car. I forgot my child. And I can't find yeah. my car. Were you on drugs, Dad? You couldn't find your car and you forgot me? I'm going to be honest with you. Sounds like you were on drugs. I uh, know. <laughs> so you picked me up from school. Was I crying? <laughs> but was I crying? <laughs> was I like, oh my God, Baba, you abandoned me? No, your principal called me. Tell me, your daughter is the only one in the school. I said, what? Oh my God. I'm coming within a minute. It's like 10 minutes. Dad, I can't yeah. believe you left me at school. I don't know what was the, the things, but anyway, this is the only. That's the only story you have. This is the only one time I missed, missed you. You are a young, very small child. I think four or five. Do you remember in Malaysia when you used to take me to the night markets where they sold meat and stuff? Oh. <laughs> and you used to try to teach me how to bargain? <laughs> and you used to make me go bargain with people? Yeah, a kind of change. And you would be like, go ask that guy if he'll sell you that. And you would be tell me, you're like, if you can bargain with him, I'll buy it for you. Yeah, if- Dad, I'm very good at bargaining. Ich konnte mit dir Dad, I don't know, probably like a Hello Kitty sticker book. I probably wanted like a Hello Kitty t-shirt. Something to do with cats, most likely. Because they are bargaining. But Dad, I'm really good at bargaining now. Quite, good. Like every time I go somewhere, I bargain overseas. It's great. No, like when I was like, when when I went to London, I bargained at the markets there. They have markets. You can always bargain at a market. Oh. I really want you to share some a memory that you've never told me, like a memory of when you were little. When the Jewish people came to Gaza, I was 10 years old. And I see a small kids going with some stuff, selling the tourists some stuff. But I don't have anything, me and my brother. What were they selling? Everything. It's tourists, you know. Like keychains or? No, it's, uh, I, I took my, from my mom, 
her perfume I like to obviously and went to to bargain. You were gonna barter with him, like I'll give you a perfume if you give me this. And give me my money. Oh, so you were going to sell your mom's perfume. Did you ask your mom? Yeah. <laughs> you said, Hey mom, can I take this perfume to go sell it? No, oh, she told me I'll take it. So to- wait a minute, who you were selling it to the Jewish tourists? In Miami, we went to a too far area, and you they use the military police officers comes and shoot the kids who are between the kids who are selling. There is a, wait, which military? The Jewish military. Yeah. Okay. They use إيش في معنات فدائيين. يعني هذول ال soldiers لا اللي بيجوا بكيلينج وبيهربوا كيلينج ذا توريست ام لهم اسم كنت بعرفه فدائي اي دونت نو يعني اكستريمستس سمثينج لايك ذات كريزي بيبل نوت كريبي لا لا لايك لايك اندر كفر ايجنتس نو So, I forget the word. So kind of like, kind of like, um, like soldiers, kind of. Yeah, it's not soldiers. But kind of like soldiers. Yeah. So we went to that area and the military police, the Jewish military came and all the kids like us. The Palestinian kids. Escaped. And we escaped. In a bare area, <laughs> not covered, no trees, and they have machine guns. Yikes! And they they started pulling the trigger. And they I started can, shooting. I can, I can I can hear the the bullets come on the top of my head. He's literally t- so you could feel the bullets going right over yeah. your head. Dad, you were ten. I was ten, and my brother was twelve. And he told me, Like, drop to the ground. Yeah. So, no, they cannot touch you. Dad. Until we came to an area with the trees. So, you were running. I was, I was, I, we used to run, then I, we, we have. You started crawling on the ground. Yeah. And my father was crazy. <laughs> me and my, and my brother Mazin, who Khalil had Ahmed. All of us, three of us. Your dad was going crazy. He's saying they could have shot him easily. Yeah. Well, dad, if I went somewhere where I could have got shot, would you not be pretty annoyed about it? <laughs> so what did your dad do? He was waiting for us to come. How did he know? Everybody knows all the area. So people in the neighborhood saw yeah. and they told your dad. Yeah. And you came home and your dad was waiting for you. With a big stick. <laughs> he beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he beat me a lot. <laughs> dad, are yeah. you traumatized by this? No. Yeah, I'm be honest with you. You don't seem very traumatized. Dad. Red in color. So he left red marks on you. 
Fororok more than we. Wait, hold on. Are we uncovering some child abuse? Did your dad used to beat you a lot, or just when like this time? Okay, he said my, my he said it was very rare. Very rare, haram. Well, that's nice. But يعني بستاهل أنا أكل أنا. كنا ممكن نموت easily. I mean, it's true. You could have died, but I feel like hitting you seems like maybe it's not solving the problem. مجني we are crazy. يعني روح على so you went, so let, let me get this straight. So you almost got killed by the Israeli military and then your dad beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Did you cry a lot that day? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you seem, he's smiling like it's like a fun memory for you. No, no, it's not fun, really. <laughs> okay, so that was a pretty traumatic event. Do you have any fun memories of, of your dad? Like, uh, like a fun memory? My dad was not a funny guy. Yeah, he doesn't sound funny. He's he's good, but but not funny. He's serious. But do you ever have like a fun memory of going like on a trip with your parents or him buying you something cool? I don't remember. Dad! No, You remember the exact date that you moved to America, but you can't remember a fun childhood memory? Dad, do you have repressed childhood trauma? No, not like... Is it hard for you to remember things about your childhood? No. The people are in Gaza was very serious people because they are immigrants and they are poor. Anyway, my dad wasn't poor, really. And just to clarify, when he says immigrants, he means they were kicked out of different cities in Palestine, so they moved to Gaza. Yeah. Because... When the Jews came in and occupied Palestine, they kicked people out of other towns, so they all moved to Gaza. Almost, yes. Okay. Some of them went to Lebanon, some of them went to Syria, some of them went to Jordan. They've immigrated to different places, but yeah. yeah. Do you have memories of of when you were young and like there was like a war happening around you? Like, Do you remember it? The, the the war when I was ten years old, nineteen fifty six, the Israeli people came and occupied Gaza for four months. And, and you remember it? I have uh, ten years old. I'm not yeah, a young yani like Zaki yani. And it was how did you feel? Yani. Were you scared? Not much, young guy yani. And I cannot yani see the situation. You couldn't really understand what was happening. Yani, I know, but. Not much, baby. Anish. Did you ever used to protest? Yeah. Oh my God, Dad! I just remembered something. You got arrested one time for protesting. Not me. You told me that you got arrested. Uh, protest. You and told me that you got arrested one time. Oh, that's. They. What, what did you get arrested for doing? <laughs> I didn't do anything. They claim that. Good one. Good, good, good. Interview me and one of my doctor's friends, Mahmoud Eliazi. And. Who? The Jewish people. Okay. They need to interview. I said, okay. So they called you into the police station? No, they sent a letter for us. Oh, okay. We have to see you. We went there. Where did you go? To the police station. Okay. And he, uh, are you Fatah? I said, 
Yeah, he was asking him if he was a part of an organization. Yeah, he said, لا أنا فتح ولا ضم فتح بالعربي وضم يعني فتح ضم. That's a play on words about the Arabic language. Fatih is a is a is like a an accent that you put in the Arabic language to make a specific sound, and dhamma is another accent to make a different sound. So Dad decided for the one time in his life to make a joke. You've never made a joke since. You decided to make a joke in an Israeli police station. Yeah, he told me. He got annoyed. He was I'm pissed. Not, I'm not joking with you. <laughs> I said, oh, you are asking me, are you Fatah? I'm not Fatah on Dom. You repeated the joke again just to really rub no, the song. No, I'm not Fatah. Yeah. And this is fact. I, I'm, I'm not Fatah. Dad, I'm not accusing I you. Never, <laughs> no, I never work with Fatah. Okay, so then you were like, hey, I have nothing to do with this. And then after I, I get out and I listen to my friend in the other room, يعني screaming on the police officer the same and he came told him قلت له محمود رحنا نحبس احنا انا وياه he said hey man we're gonna get arrested والله اخذونا على السجن were you married to mom at this time yeah and was she freaking out ماتت مش freaking out he said she died she passed يعني احنا قعدنا 10 ايام في السجن You were in jail for 10 days baba yeah, in a small cell يعني like like that, that corner بس Dad I didn't know that you had a hardened criminal yeah. life before I was born لما اشتغلت في غزه قبل ما اروح على مصر So then you got out of jail لا كان كانت صعبه شوي مش صعبه يعني ما عملوا ما ضربوناش يعني He said they didn't beat him Because we are medical doctors. Okay, cool. بس غزة انهزت كلها يعني انهم حبسوا اثنين دكاترة. So he said in Gaza it was a big deal that they had arrested two doctors. Yeah, big deal يعني. وكل اللي غزة اجت سلمت علينا. He said everyone in Gaza came and said, what up when he came back? Yeah, not what up, يعني welcome back, something. Dad. He said my mom was super skinny. She said, how am I going to eat when my husband is in jail not eating? Dad, do you feel like I could work for Al Jazeera and be a translator? No. No, no, no. She said, they said, I swear he eats in jail. She said, no, no. Do you feel like it was an excuse for her to just be super skinny? عودة اجيت لقيتها عودة اخ اي وش اي وز ذات سكيني ايش سكيني نص وزنها الان بالضبط داد اي وش اي وز ذات سكيني ذات ساوندز جريت لا تو ماتش ناو هي لوكس كونسيرند ام اوكي كول ام از ذير اني ثينغ ايلس يو ود لايك تو شير Any words of wisdom, thoughts, anything that you would like to say to me, your adorable daughter? Well, it be like me. <laughs> That's what you're going to leave. Hey, just be like me. I am a realistic man. I'm a realistic woman. I'm not a man. Yeah, but... Dad, I'm super realistic. Ask anyone. Like me? I mean, I don't know about that. Dad, no. you're just really cool. 
Nobody isn't like me. You're right. There is nobody like you. I'm realistic, man. I don't. I don't have imagination. Yet. You actually hate imaginations. I don't have imagination. It's true. I don't believe you do have an imagination. Yeah, I have realistic man. You're just a very logical, reasonable. You're a man of science. Yes. One plus one equal two. Exactly. You love science. Yeah. Yeah, and life is not easy, first of all. True. And you have to be a, a realistic man or a realistic woman. Yeah. And deal with, with the things, Yani. Deal with things as they come. Something like that. And it's true. You do. That is your personality. And I think that I learned that from you. Like, for example, this weekend. Let me tell you all the things that I got done this weekend. My car lock stopped working. I made my car warranty cover it, fix it for me for free. And then I made them do a bunch of other free stuff for me. And then I tried to switch my dental insurance from one plan to another. And they told me that they wouldn't be able to activate it until July 1st, which is in like two weeks. And then I stayed on the phone for three hours and they activated it for me the same exact day. Well, bravo. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> he just said bravo. I made them change it for me the same day. I changed my dental plan. I have completely different insurance now. And they activated it for me the same day. Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, I learned it from you. You're very proactive. You're very persistent. You're really good at getting things done. Usually, yes. Well, Baba, this has been very fun. Maybe next time we'll do it in Arabic. Maybe do it Who will understand me? Dad, I don't know, but honestly, you're so much funnier in Arabic. He just asked me if I can understand him. I don't know why he asked me that. Dad, you literally, my whole life, never spoke to me in English. You only spoke to me in Arabic. You've never once spoken to me in English. This is the first conversation we've ever had in English. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, Kif, how are you asking me if I understand Arabic if I've never spoken to you in English before? When have you ever talked to me in English? No, I don't like. He's never spoken to me in English. Mom speaks to me in English. Mom cannot. But she's kind of douchey. <laughs> Anyways, Baba, thank you for being a guest on my show. You're welcome. Love you, Baba. You're welcome. Uh, this has been an episode of Arab American Psycho. There will be a new episode next Sunday. You can follow me on Instagram at Noor E. You can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. And um, Baba, do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Bye. <laughs>